What's up, guys? Welcome back to the Ever Adaptive Podcast. I'm your host, Becky Flowers, along with my co-host here, Sarah Budson. What's up, guys? Happy Saturday. Well, we're recording on Saturday, but happy Wednesday. Wednesday. <laughs> <laughs> Whatever day it is. Um, it is too. Is that better or worse? You're really we're dark. Figuring. I can actually see you today. The last one, I couldn't see anything. So it was just like me talking. But no, that's better. Okay. <laughs> did you, not to like go off on a tangent, but did you guys get snow last night? We got a little, there was like a little bit of flurries this morning, but not, nothing that like stuck. I looked outside. I was like, what the fuck is this? Seriously. That's, Tuesday, it was like. Tuesday, it's going to be like 60. Yeah, it's going to be 70 here and we have snow on the ground right now. It makes me so angry, but. It's it 23 it degrees right now. Fucking bullshit. I'm so we're over it. winter. <laughs> yep. Time to move. Time to right? move south. Over it. Um, But today we are not going to be talking about the weather. We're going to be talking about things that we wish we knew before we started prep. And kind of like branching off of that things to take into account before you actually go into a prep or even actually decide that you are going to compete. Yes. Yeah. Um, so, and a lot of these things I did not know before I started. So if you I don't feel like know, a lot them, of people don't, um, and it just comes with experience as you kind of dive further into the bodybuilding world and the fitness industry, these things, like, once you get your footing and have a foundation, it's a good thing to build off of. But I think a lot of people, a lot of, a lot of people and girls especially want to just jump on stage without knowing actually what it entails. Yeah, I agree, especially now because I feel like social media makes it seem so glamorous when mm -hmm. in reality, there's like you see the show day, but everything that leads up to that isn't really glamorous. So, yeah. And that's why I was so excited to be in a prep again so I could actually like show a prep and like what goes into it. But I mean, it's really honestly like it's no different than our day-to-day -day, whether we're in season or off season right yeah it's just less food and more cardio yeah <laughs> <laughs> but all right let's dive into it um I made a list because my brain is just everywhere um so the first thing that I wish that I knew and I feel like a lot of girls especially don't take into account is you need a lot more muscle than you think you do yes having a structural foundation and I think it's so important to go through a like a mock like a dieting phase first so you can see what you're working with and looking looking at what areas do we need to grow and improve to get you into a position so that when you do lean down stage lean, you're not skin and bones and you actually have shape to you. Yes. And a lot of girls underestimate that. You got to get big in off season. There's no way around it. You're going to be uncomfortable. You have to grow. 
these girls that are showing up on stage now are not thin. Like they are jacked. <laughs> I was just going to say they're jacked. Yeah. Like, like, and that's bikini. It's not even like the other yeah. divisions. Yeah. Bikini. And then it's only getting worse going, not worse, but it's only, they're only getting bigger going up. Like you, th- that's a great point is you have to have way more muscle than you think. Mm-hmm. Way more muscle than you think. And if you think that you're too small, get yourself a coach that's going to tell you exactly what you need to hear, not what you want to hear. Um, my first prep, I kept asking my first coach, like, I don't have glutes. I, I don't have glutes. I shouldn't be on stage. And it was just kind of like brushed off. So if you're having those thoughts, a lot of times when we're in prep, we always are going to think we're too small, no matter if you're just right or not. Um, but make sure that you find yourself a coach that's going to be real with you no matter what. Having someone with that objective eye is crucial. Mm-hmm. And I'll also kind of take a twist on this too. I have had girls approach me that are like, I want to compete in wellness. And I'm like, honey, if you diet down right now, you're going to fit in bikini. I know you yes. think that your legs are thick. You is don't have muscle or. And maybe it is, but even to that point, you have some body fat on you. You have to look at yourself with that objective eye or have someone look at you with that objective eye to be like, you right now, your physique is not going to be what it would be on stage. If we were to diet you down, you're going to be much smaller. Yeah. That Don't is a very good point yourself either. Just because you, listen, I thought I had thick thighs and a, a huge ass. Okay. That doesn't mean that I'm ready to compete in wellness. These girls are brick houses. They are. <laughs> they, it's so impressive. And their, it, their structure is so different because mm-hmm. you do need to be larger at the bottom. So like, like you said, when you are dieting down, are you going to be, what's the word? Symmetrical. Right. So, or are you going to have that wellness shape still? Um, and also let's just bring this back to that point. Like you need more muscle than you think you do. When you reached out to Mark and you wanted to prep, he told you that you need more glutes and I died inside because if Sarah needs more glutes, like God, it's (laughs) going to be 10 years before I get back on stage. (laughs) It was, we just have to fine tune shape of glutes. And he even said, like, I'm, like, weird because most girls are glute max dominant and they need glute mead. I'm, like, glute mead dominant. Like, I need to build my max for more roundness, fullness, and overall shape. Like, my upper glutes are great. And so it's just – and then that's the thing is having that eye, someone having that eye to look at you objectively and be, like, for you to be on competitive, competitive on a national stage – these are the things specifically that we need to work on. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah. It's so different looking at your physique for competitiveness versus just like what you want to see every single day. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah. I have a lot of girls that will reach out that are lifestyle, but they like want to look like competitors. And it's that's the only reason why I bring it up because it's just so different. It's such a great point. That's such a great point because I've also had girls reach out and they like send me a picture of someone on stage and they're like, I want to look like this. I'm like, 
that that's not a sustainable look honey it's, like that's not how that goes <laughs> yeah do you want to feel like how she feels because she looks great but <laughs> she like, feels like shit. <laughs> hey, she feels like shit she has no energy her hormones are probably in the gutter like we don't that's going back to social media like social media looks really really cool and that's cool like I love it but we don't know the whole picture of what went into that or even how that feels. Cause you can know the whole picture of, yeah, they did this cardio, this, whatever they're eating this much, but how do they feel? Don't know it until you're in it. Yes. Yes, exactly. And like even if you, you are- went through a cut, you know, a little bit, but you don't know the extremes of stage lean of how you feel. You are fighting your body's natural, what everything that it wants to do every second of every day (laughs) you are literally because your body is just telling you i need to survive and we're like no no we're good fuck you you. sorry (laughs) nope gonna not eat and go move some more yeah Um, so that was a that was a great point is you you definitely and like let's drive that home you need more muscle than you think and take more time than you think I just wish I could like scream this from the rooftops. Like we don't need to prep every single year. Once you go through a prep, take more time, especially if you want to be on that national stage, you have aspirations to go farther in the sport. Just take more time. You are literally just dragging out the process every single time that you prep. So, yeah. All right. Because <laughs> no, I'm I'm going to expand on that because oh. obviously I've been away from stage for a hot minute. Um, If you feel the need to compete every year and prep every year, you are going to have the most minimalistic changes year to year every time you are on stage and you're just prolonging your process. Take the time off, eat, train your ass off, grow Be consistent in your off season because that is where you're building the physique that you are presenting on stage. Exactly. I feel like that was a mic drop because it's so true. You've been off stage for three years, two years, three, three. Yeah. And you're taking another year off. So Mm -hmm. take the time ladies and gentlemen, but especially ladies, because I feel like we like the validation of prep every single year and we like the glamour and we've made so many friends backstage where it's fun to be able to like see everybody but take the time go to shows you don't have to go to shows to fill the void (laughs) yeah yeah travel um but yeah that's a good point another one that I have that we had talked about is following a plan first so if you've never followed a plan Please don't jump into a prep. Do you have anything else on that? Okay. Oh, I have a lot more, but you go. Here we go. Okay. Especially lately, I've had a lot of girls approach me that aren't or have never been on a consistent meal plan. So they don't even know what their daily intake is. They're not on a consistent lifting regimen. They're not on a consistent cardio regimen if necessary regardless whatever if you don't have your basics nailed down to where you know what is going in and what is going out and you are not following something day to day and you don't even know what it's like 
to do that. Hopping on stage shouldn't even be in your vision right now. Maybe way down the road, but like you got to start foundationally here. Like you got to be on a meal plan. You got to check your boxes daily to see what your body's even capable of, to see if mentally you're even capable of it. Yeah. And to build those, those practices and those habits. Because if you're not following a meal plan, dude, you're going to be buried underwater once you're 12 weeks out I just I don't think it's going to be possible your brain is going to get to a point like you said you're fighting your body so you're going to get to a point where you're like I'm just hungry and fuck it like I don't need to be on stage I just want to eat so if you don't have those habits down and even you were saying that I was thinking like sleep if you're not even like getting your sleep down your foundations steps your little habits, your basic things. Exactly. If you don't have those intact, you are not ready to even think about stage. Like, are you even drinking water? Are you even thinking about water throughout the day? Like, dude, everything, everything. Everything. I I don't understand the water, ladies. I'm sorry. And I understand. And I understand if it's like, you know, oh, it's this cool goal that I would like to shoot for. Great. Have that on your back burner. But jumping right from zero to stage, is that's not the way to do it. Set a different goal for yourself. I want to diet down. You know, I want to, you know, see what I'm capable of. Something. But I guarantee you, if you approach a coach and you tell them it's this time of year and I want to compete at this time of year this year. And you're, that coach asks you, okay, are you on a are you on a meal plan? Are you on a training regimen? And your answers are no. That Get rid of the idea this year. Push it to next year. Because guess what? This is a long game. And that coach is prob- very more than likely not going to put you on stage because you are a representation of them. Keep that in mind. You on stage is a representation of your coach. So if you are showing up and you're not ready, you're not dialed in, what does that look like that that reflects on your coach poorly? Yeah. Because now it's like, oh, well, who, who are you coached by? Stay away from them, Ooh. right? Like, yeah. yeah. Like, like, okay. they, can't, they can't bring anyone in for stage. No, you need to get your adherence down. You need to get your foundational structure down before you even think about competing. And I just had to tell someone last week, two weeks ago, um, she she wanted to prep. She hasn't been on a consistent meal plan, everything like that. And I had to elaborate to her why I wouldn't do it. But that's the thing. as a From a coach's standpoint, we have to give, give these clients a reason why. Otherwise, there's yes. you, I'm going to find a, a coach that will prep me. Listen, if this is something that you want, long-term, maybe not to compete long-term, but to build these habits so that you look and feel your best moving forward. We got to, we got to start first at, at a small digestible point to get you in a position to build off of that towards that long-term goal. Do it the right way. 
crash dieting into your first show when you don't have anything in order is not it. And guess what? You're going to look like shit. There's no way around it because your body is going to be like, yo, what are you doing? Yeah. Like you haven't even been like feeding me nutrient dense food. Yeah. And now you're starving me. <laughs> like, And then you're going to probably come out of it and you're going to feel really jaded towards the sport when it really is just, you didn't have the habits in place. And you're going to create a slew of health issues. Yes. Oh, that's a whole nother topic. Right. Hormones in the gutter. Mental. Guess what? If your mental is not in a good, a good sturdy position, don't even think about stepping on stage. Yes. That was one it of my not points. the answer to it. It's not the answer. No, no. Let's actually let's jump right into that one because have your life in order before you prep. And I will be the first one to tell you my life was not in order this past prep. And I can't tell you how many things just got ran into the ground because I was so laser tunnel focused on this prep. And I felt like because I had said, I'm going to prep in 2023 and we are going to step on a national stage, I needed to. That's a people pleaser in me. So have your life in order. If your mental's not in order, if your relationships aren't, your work, finances, all of that. Yeah, you gotta make sure that every single box is checked before you're even considering it. Get your life in order. Make sure that your mental's in a good spot. And your financials is like definitely the next subject I want to touch on. You need way more money than you can even imagine if you are going to step on stage. Oh, yeah. Just do a consult for a suit and then that'll give you a reality check. I I did that and I was like, excuse me, what? (laughs) How much money? And I'm pretty sure that like, like our, the suits that we have gotten are not even close to what they can get up to. Oh God, no. That was like middle tier. And I spent between five and seven. Yep. Yeah. They can get a lot more. I'm pretty sure I spent, it was probably between five and six for my first. And then I I did order a suit for this season yeah, <laughs> and it's, right. it's on its way. <laughs> it's going to, I get to stare at it for another year, <laughs> but I'm pretty sure I, I spent in the 700s for that one because it just, that's, you can rent them. That's cheaper. Yes. You find resales, you know, used, use your resources. If that's in a, a, a spot that you are in, that's a definitely an area that you can save for sure. Other things, you got to get your NPC card. You got to do your registration. Mm-hmm. You got to pay for your your tan. You don't necessarily have to pay for your hair or makeup. You can do that on your own if you want, but like use your resources, like do your due diligence. Cause like my first show, I did my own hair and a girl that is, but does makeup, who's one of my good friends, she came to my show and did my makeup for me, but we did trust test trial, trial, yeah. like everything, like to make sure that it's okay. This is what we're looking for, for a show day. Something that's going to last all day long too. I will say too, if it's your first show, don't do your own makeup. Like how you did. That's perfect because you don't know how dark you're going to be. You don't understand the, the magnitude 
of that tan until you yeah. actually see it on you. And you have to have your, like, you do not want to be mismatched. <laughs> no, no, you don't want to be like ghost face. And then you yeah. are just. Cause even our first run on show day, once I had my tan, I was like, oh, we got to go darker. Like we got to go down darker foundationally even, you know, and I was dark. <laughs> yeah. No. Yeah. I on that too, don't tan your face. Like they'll ask no, you don't. if you're going to spray tan your face. Don't do that. You're Some people do, but I just, I just don't do that. It's um, splotchy. I just can't. Yeah, no, but financially you do need a lot more money, especially if you're going to go to a national stage. I found that out the hard way because they are so much more to register, but then you are factoring in you're gonna have to travel so I had to go to the east coast there are some in Vegas yeah hotel ubers even back to a regional show like your heels if you're going to work with a posing coach which you should posing if you're gonna work with a coach which you should coaching Coaching. your food food, your supplements like blood work you have to pay for that everything there is so much that goes into it and people don't understand and it's like listen if this is something that you want to do it's like an expensive hobby it is so make sure that you have your finances in in order don't put yourself in debt just to step on stage because i can promise you it is not worth it even if you are in the fitness industry and you think this is going to bring you income it's not it's not just save your money how many pros and Olympians still have full-time jobs? Yes. Yes. And That's they the get one to thing compete because understand. they are sponsored. Yeah. So as a pro, if you don't know this, as a pro, you don't have to pay for registration with your, your shows, um, but you still have to pay for your, um, my God, IFBB card. And you mm-hmm. have to pay for everything else I mean maybe you get sponsors for your hair and makeup maybe you get sponsors for your tan but if you're a new pro probably not so that's the one thing like if if just getting your pro card doesn't open up these doors of opportunities that we all think that it does right and getting your pro card it's not as easy as you might think either yes yes and it's not as easy as it has been in the past um our sports a lot more saturated now Yes. And it like we going back to our first point, there's a lot more muscle. You need a lot more muscle in order to turn pro. Yeah. And there's a lot of girls that are starting a lot, lot younger building that muscle that are like getting a jump start because they have like newbie gains and they yeah. look fucking awesome. And they're like 21. And I'm like, right. 36 <laughs> over here. Like, can I get some? <laughs> right. Dude, my, my girl that just competed in OCB, she just took, she just, her first show, she took first in, they call it debut, like true novice in OCB. And then she took first in novice and she took the overall and she got her pro card in OCB, her first time competing. She looked amazing. She looked she absolutely looked amazing. amazing. She's so young. And I'm like, girl, like you have such a, you're in such a great position to build off of this, you know? Yeah. And yeah, so it's just, it's so exciting to see these young girls that are, prioritizing working on themselves rather than what were we doing at that age (laughs) I was I mean either in the bar or pregnant I don't know (laughs) just 
be real. Um, but no, like, honestly, I didn't actually figure out myself and like working on myself until my thirties. Right. So I mean, I, you know, I started when I was in, you know, in my mid late twenties with actually being serious about bodybuilding and things like that. But everything else that goes along with it, your mental, your physical, your emotional, your careers, everything, like it all plays into it. And like bodybuilding will teach you so many disciplines that can be applicable to all of these other areas in life. But you also got to There's this like harmony that you have to make sure that you're in a good position to be able to do so as well. Yeah, exactly. Um, branching off of that, another one that I have is getting your blood work before starting prep or mm-hmm. before even like just everybody. I feel like everybody needs their blood work done. It doesn't matter if you never want to step on stage, if you have no desire to do anything like this, like get your blood work and your hormones in check. Yes. <laughs> Speaking if to I the start, if I start talking about this, I'm never gonna stop. <laughs> okay, so if go you have... listen to our blood work episode. <laughs> yep, actually, episode 12 is all on blood work. That is what. If you guys don't know, if you're new to the podcast, you, you know don't know that off the top of your head, dude. Because I, I got random thoughts in here. I can't put a sentence together, but I got random thoughts. <laughs> But no, I believe it is episode 12 and I'm going to go back and now it's not going to be, but um, check out Bloodwork 101. That is like Sarah's wheelhouse. So if you have questions on that, reach out to her. Um, She worked with Transcend on the HRT side for years. She's now on their foundational side doing the same thing. So she's your girl. Yeah. Bloodwork is so important and whether you're in the fitness industry or not, whether you are competing or not, ignorance is not bliss. Get it done sooner than later. See where you're at and don't just get a, don't just trust your primary care physician to pull what you're going to need to pull because they're not going to, they're going to pull the most basic of the most basic that'll get covered by insurance without looking at anything as far as hormonally where you're at, where you should be, anything like that. Um, Utilize these outside resources that are not your primary care physicians, your general practitioners, because they are all, not all, not all. Most of them are on a very old Western medicine way of practicing. And I'm going to tell you right now, if you go to a physician and tell them that like you feel like crap and they shrug you off and say, oh, well, all of your levels are normal. Or this is just, you know, part of getting older. Yeah. If you don't feel right, something's not right. Use all of these resources and outside clinics. And there's so much knowledge that is infinitely at our hands at the on the internet as far as health resources go, use them, mm-hmm. use them, reach out to people who know what the fuck they're talking about and just make sure that you're taking care of yourself because the worst thing is seeing people in their older age, not be able to take care of themselves because of something that they could have taken care of when they were at a younger age. Yep, exactly. Exactly. And I think that goes into like 
body work as well, getting body work done, mm -hmm. chiropractic, all of that. Let's dive into that really quick because <clears throat> body work is so important, especially in a prep, mm -hmm. but in an off season too, recovery wise, you, you got to take care of the vessel that you are putting your body through hell. Like you, we in and off season, we are putting our bodies through hell. Mm -hmm. I, I go get body work done on Monday and I'm so excited. <laughs> I'm so jealous. I need to schedule it. <laughs> and that is something that I did not prioritize in my first prep. And I wish I would have, but it also just helps so much with releasing things that are, you know, bound up and things like that. If you are looking to be competitive and you, you, we got to make sure that there's symmetry and recovery and all of these things go get body work done, get deep tissue massages done, get, you know, cupping done, whatever. If there's anything that's hurting, get it checked out. You know, it's mm -hmm. don't be one of those people that are like, I don't like doctors or I don't like, you know, anything, put your freaking pride aside and go do what's best for your body. Yeah. Yeah. And budget it in. Cause that's going to be another expense. I know I oh, didn't yeah. want to do it cause it's just another expense and it's worth it you know what you you feel and you function so much better mm -hmm. I know like I know when I'm not on top of my body work because I'm like while well, I'm dead and like I hurt and things aren't moving right or my lifts are not progressing you know all of these things that like play into it it's like you gotta maintain <laughs> you gotta do the maintenance on your body when you are putting it through hell we yeah it. yeah exactly um Another one that I have is posing. So start posing in your off season. If you're even thinking about stepping on stage, please pose. Learn from me. <laughs> I feel like there's all of these points where you're like, now, Sarah, go on your tangent. I know. I know. Because this is another, if you don't know, Sarah this is, is, a another, this coach. is my other wheelhouse here. <laughs> yes. So she actually posed me last year. You actually posed me like in 2022 just for the hell of it so yeah yeah so I and I I didn't have a, a ton of knowledge in posing then but I kind of had the basics down when I was helping you out so um for your first shows I did you compete once or twice that year twice twice yeah shows so I helped you with your posing just because uh, you had never posed before. No, it was awful. <laughs> I love watching those videos in your garage. Oh my gosh. I just, I should probably share one of those just because it's so bad. I have somewhere in my phone, I have that comparison to one of our sessions from last year. And then like, I want to say it was like maybe your second session that we did ever. Send it to me and we'll put it on the stories yeah. on Wednesday. <laughs> um. But I helped you with that. And then actually, let's talk about this because today I'm going to call it my actual anniversary of my posing business. Yeah. I mean, yes, I helped you prior to that. And I helped you a little bit earlier for your season last year. But last year today was the first day that I got an outside client um, of posing. So happy one year to my posing. My happy baby. one year. You need to my name baby. her. <laughs> my baby <laughs> um you can never be prepared enough to pose take it from me I have only been on stage one time 
Would you guess that from crazy? My no. Would you guess that from my posing? When I competed, I never stopped posing. It was just another thing like training and like my food and like cardio. It was just something that I just had built in again. And with hammering that into the ground and just continuously practicing and playing around with different things and getting just different inspirations, it has become what it is. I have been off stage for literally three years now and I never stopped posing. You can never have your posing down enough. Even now I'm like, eh, don't like that. Going to try something different. You know, you can always swap things out, play with things differently. Like how, that's the beauty about, especially in like bikini and wellness is you can make your kind of routines different. I mean, I guess really in any category, you can make your routines whatever you want them to be. Um, we have so much creativity that can go into it, but don't make it a production so that it's not, we're distracted by your posing so that we're not paying attention to your physique. Cause that's a mistake yeah. that I see a lot of girls do is they're adding too much like flair and it's taking away from the actual posing and what we're looking at. You want it to be clean. You want it to be concise. You want it to showcase your physique, not be distracting because like you're flailing everywhere. <clears throat> and you want to showcase your good sides. So if you are flaring, flaring, I can't even say it. If you're putting too much flair in and you are just like all over the place, the judges are going to see parts of you that you don't want them to see. Right. So you're fine judged- and you're back. You are being judged every second you are on stage. And even if you don't have a posing coach, give yourself plenty of a lot of time. Give yourself a lot of extra time. If you have a posing coach, still give yourself enough time. Yes, it's possible to crunch it if you are willing to work your ass off. You know, my my OCB girl, I got her six weeks prior to her show and she had never posed before. And we pulled off a freaking miracle. I don't advise doing that. <laughs> yes. No, she is an exception, not She's a exception. rule. She's so, an anomaly. <laughs> don't yeah. do that. Pose as early as you can. My other girl, Ashley, she doesn't even have a show in mind, but she's been competing. She, I met her in 2020 and she was competing then. She's had like a whole routine and everything, but we've been fine tuning. She doesn't have a show in mind. She's probably not going to compete until next year. But she's hammering her posing, getting it down, perfecting it now. So guess what? She's not in a crunch so that six weeks out, she's scrambling, trying to make sure that she's taking enough time, fitting enough time in prep to work on her posing. Yeah. Because, I mean, once she looks so good, every single time that you repost her, I'm like, it just keeps getting better. Mm -hmm. Um, But too, when you, especially that first time that you get on stage, you probably are going to black out and you don't even know what's going on. So you want it to just be so mind muscle connected that you don't have to think about it. Yes. That's something that I tell all of my girls is when it is like your first show, right? And it's your first time on stage and you're like, oh my God, all the nerves, all the nerves, all the nerves. You have practiced this hundreds of times, which you should have at that point. Hopefully. (laughs) You have practiced this hundreds of times. You're just doing it in a different place. Mm -hmm. You know, it's the same thing. So get it down. 
so that you don't even have to think about it and it's not a worry in your head and you're not crunching and tiring yourself out and putting more stress on your body, practicing for an hour a day when you're in prep and you're depleted and you're already tired. That just makes me tired. Please don't I have do plenty, that. I have plenty of girls that are, you know, they're competing in a few months and I have to tell them, stop posing so much, stop posing so much because all you're going to do what, you know, exactly how this goes. When you get to that point where you're over a half hour into posing and you're frustrated and you can't get it down. And then it just keeps getting worse. And now you're tired and now you're frustrated. And now everything just continues to look like shit. Call it, mm-hmm. call it, try again in a couple hours or try again tomorrow. Try again tomorrow. Take a nap. Uh, yep. Don't do not hammer it to the point where you're getting frustrated and now you're tiring yourself out even more and it's just spirals. And you will be so emotionally drained at that point. Like yeah. that will probably make you want to cry or quit or both. <laughs> like you, right. you're just not there. Right. So. so that's, that's something that I have to tell a lot of my girls is they're like, Oh, well I'm practicing, you know, 45 to 50, you know, 60 minutes a day. And I'm like, girl, max 30, like 10, 15 minutes is sufficient. If you're kind of doing maintenance stuff, you know what you're doing. If you're brand new. Okay. Yes. But work with someone who knows what they're doing. Yeah. Just working with someone in general, because I feel like a lot of girls would try to do it off YouTube. And I try to do this for my first show too, but you're not going to have that eye that is looking at your physique and being like, okay, because of this, we have to tweak this. And know that it's not going to be instant. This is something that I, I feel like we should do a whole posing. Yeah, we can. But knowing that you're not going to be able to get all of it down at once, there's baby steps and there's certain things that you have to make sure that we're getting foundationally ready first and then add this, you know, do it in steps. Don't overwhelm yourself. You're already literally having to think about where every single limb is and what it's doing in every pose. Yeah. There's so much to it. So in your wrists. Don't try to throw everything at yourself at once. Do it in baby steps. But that's the importance of getting a coach is knowing how to teach it in that way that is again digestible. Yep. Exactly. And we can do a whole podcast on that. Um last thing that I had. Well, I have two points, but I have a hair appointment. So <laughs> we have to wrap this up. Um, so first one is if your calories are not at a good point, and this is for lifestyle, even if you are like yeah. thinking you want to lose weight or a prep, if you don't have your calories in a good place where they are high enough for us as coaches to take anything away, what do you want us to do? You have to have your calories at a good place that we have somewhere to pull from. Mm-hmm. Yeah, that's very, very important is making sure that you're not on 800 calories a day. (laughs) Or even 1,200, 1,400. I have girls that come to me that are like 12, 14, 1,600, and they want to go right into a fat loss phase. Like, right. No. Yeah. 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 And don't just jump your calories up if you're there, but work it up, work with your coach and let them know your long-term goals and they'll work with you. Biggest, um, biggest thing that I can, sorry, go, no. go with that. Cause I'm going to close with this. Okay. Um, well, my last one is just for my moms that want to prep. I know we have a lot of mom competitors that listen. Um, your kids will come first. 
So uh, going back to my prep from last year, I put everything that prep went before everything. And I do not recommend this, but talking backstage with a lot of my friends that are moms, we do this. It's kind of like what we do. Um, not all of us, but it's something that a lot of us deal with. So please just remember that this is a hobby and those kids are your life. So it is great to show them this ambition and it is great to show them like these things, but they come first. That's what I got. That's <laughs> My last thing is just make sure that you are being realistic with your timelines on things, you know? This is a long game. It's not an instantaneous thing. It's not a six-week diet challenge, you know? Yeah. This is a long-term thing that you have to have your foundations and structures and boxes checked before even getting into it. Don't be delusional when it comes to this. You need to be realistic with yourself. Give yourself enough time. Look at yourself objectively. If you can't, get a coach. I recommend getting a coach regardless. Please do. Be realistic with yourself. If you think you need X amount of weeks, you're going to need more, mm -hmm. <laughs> you know? So that's kind of everything that I have to say about that. Just you need to be realistic about things. There is no shortcut when it comes to prepping, getting on stage. Just be realistic. I love it. And I mean, this is so cliche and you will hear it everywhere, but it is really true. The stage will always be there. Yep. So if these boxes are not checked, you <clears throat> have time. You don't have to rush it. Exactly. Be patient. Be patient with yourself. Be gracious with yourself. And, and remember exactly like you said, this is a hobby. Have fun with it. Yeah. Yeah. It's not so serious. It's not so like life or death. And don't run your life into the gutter just to get a medal. Oh, one more thing I want to add in. When you are in prep, don't make others experience your prep. Ooh, you <laughs> this could be a whole podcast. <laughs> you chose this. Don't take shit out on others. Just because you feel like shit, because you're on low food, because you're tired, doesn't mean that everyone else around you has to reap, that, reap those consequences. Yep. You have to completely isolate yourself. You can, but learning to self-regulate when it comes to those things is so, so important. And if you can't do that before, you're not going to be able to learn how to do it in prep. And I feel like that is part of maturing as an athlete as well, because the more that you do it, the more you're going to learn, like you probably are going to have a prep where you are a complete asshole and you're going to learn that you never want to do that. And you might have to reap the repercussions of that after prep. Um, but then we mature, we learn and go forward. Exactly. So. All Unless, right. Look at Toby. Look at Toby. Can you get closer? <laughs> Toby. He's so cute. <laughs> I'm so. upset. I've been wanting to get this for years. And I finally went on Tuesday. My stepbrother is a um, incredible tattoo artist. He's done this. He's done this. This is his arm. <laughs> I love it. We paid homage to the Lion King here. 
It turned out so good. Do you want to shout him out? Because I know we have a lot of people in your area that listen. Yeah, Andrew at, he's at Eternal Tattoos in Livonia. He's incredible. He does such good work. Really good with like fine line details. And he also does like a lot of like morbid shit too. But every time I I go to him, I'm like, let's do something fun. (laughs) Let's switch it up a little bit for you. Yeah, (laughs) He's, He's incredible. He did this. Yeah. He's done a lot of work on me. He's incredible. So shout out, Andrew. You're the man. Um, That's all I got. Sounds good. All right. Well, (laughs) thanks for listening in guys. If you have any other things that you didn't hear us on, my gosh, didn't hear on the list that you think that other people need to know before you prep, send them into us Yes. or comment them. All right. We'll talk to you next week. See you next week, guys. Bye. Bye.